Hello, 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 Dre Barrels, and uh, welcome to the Dre News. Hello. Talk. Hello, Governor. <laughs> I've, I've reappeared. Uh, I've come yeah. out of my cave to join you again. Uh, looking fresh faced there, referee. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. It just, I was getting a bit vagrantish, so I was told, so I had to clean up my act a little bit. And I, I, I see you say that, you see in the outside, but you ain't seeing. The bottom. I'm suffering from the Jeremy Kyles myself. That's why I'm stood up, Governor. Oh my God, the Sandy Lyles. <laughs> yes, I'm over mine, and now you're catching us. The trendsetter. I'm still okay. a trendsetter in this stage. We always are, aren't we? Cardigans. Uh, what else? Christmas jumpers. Christmas jumpers, and now Jeremy Kyles. Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> anyway oh well well uh, <laughs> it's a bit of fun standing up doing it isn't it as you can see i'm banished back again to the uh garage i made the appointment with you but then i forgot that my wife's typing up a big university uh thesis thing for a course so we could have done it but you would have heard that tippity tappity noise in the background of a typewriter well, not a typewriter, but a keyboard. We're <laughs> not quite that old thing. Yeah, something in the background would have got on my nerves. But anyway, you can see my, this was our old fridge, which um, we've just had our kitchen done. It's now become my new, still in progress, my new beer fridge. Still a bit, of, still some groceries in there at the moment. But uh, yeah, we've got a fair few beers in there and uh, happy with that. So plenty more storage to keep them cool Bloody massive, isn't it? i mean my beer fridge i've got a brand new one it's half the size of that bloody hell hey, well we at the end of our new counter the the wee wife to keep her happy uh, she's got one of those very slim fridges that you could put five bottles of wine in and that instead of having like an end cabinet we've we've used that as an end so she's happy and that means i get the old fateful stained glass uh, fridge for myself. But anyway, we waffle on. We waffle on. We do. We do. And what's, what's we, you know, we what's happening? Like just just Dre Barrows. It might be a bit of background noise because the family's coming in. So just bear that in mind at any moment. But I do. Um, I did have a little bit of uh, correspondence. Uh, I just wanted to bring up, if that's okay, briefly. Um, yeah, it's been a few I, weeks. It's yeah, yeah, it's been a few weeks. And hello, family. My family just come in. But yeah, it, it came actually from um, a chap called Ian. It was from Reading. Um, never heard of the guy. He says he's a loyal Drabel Barrel. So what he wrote was, I don't like this much, but he said, of late, I am wondering what is going on here. There seems to be a lot of specials and not so many bog standard episodes. This is what he writes. Um, so I don't think we've seen a standard episode since early January. That's what you said. I don't know. I'm, I'm He's happy. probably right on my behalf. I've, I've had a couple of weeks out of the game. Um, there's no point in me tasting beer if I had no taste buds of such. So, uh, And I weren't really feeling up to it, but, you know, don't worry, Ian. Any second name there? Anything? No, he says, uh, he, or he just goes, where's the consistency? What was that turkey last week? Um, 
don't end up like the X-Files where it all ends up focused on special episodes. Um, looking forward to run-of-the-mill quality, please. Regards the semi-loyal Dre Barrow. And that's what he said. And it was an email. So um, we have the email. Well, so, I know quite a few emails. Actually. It might be. I know. It's not my father-in-law. He's an Ian. But oh. he's based in London. And I don't think he can spell. Um, so... It might be. I know a Chadwick. I once knew an Ian Chadwick. Chadwick. So I think he's in the forest somewhere. Uh, an Aston Villa fan, from what I remember. Oh, lovely chap. But no, I don't think it'd be Ian. But no, I, I agree with you, Ian. We have been a bit lacklustre. We hit you hard with the advent through December. Um, made you, uh, well, probably probably overdone them on the old um, sensory. But uh, yeah. Uh, January was a cold, long month, and February wasn't much good for me. So yeah. we'll be back on it yeah, one we a will. week at least. We will. It, 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 and I think he was, yeah, probably like you said, lots of Advent stuff, and then obviously we've had guests and such like that, and then my mm. shenanigans last week. So no, I see your point, and we will. Thanks for the comment, Ian. But anyway, we obviously get to our usual segment, which, as you know, is. Oh yeah, it's Bayer News of the Week. Oh, <laughs> and I do have a bit, um, some a bit of a story, if if uh, I may be permitted, Governor. Well, please do. I've I've um, decided to use the story that I had later on for a Drake. So uh, yeah, carry on. Good. All right. It's well, uh, my beer today um, um, is a Californian beer, and this little story is is very small. Is, fo- is from California as well. It just kind of popped up and it's based in San Jose. It's spelled Jose, but apparently you say it Jose. And uh, it's, oh. uh, I don't know. Downtown San Jose bar avoids a long drought of a popular beer. Or is it Jose? Oh, Jose, <laughs> San Jose. It, Hello, Jose, it, you man. It's under your fleece. Yeah. Eggs. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupt. No, it's it's it's, it's small. It's 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 a beer, right? I've never heard of this beer. It's called Ham's Beer, and it's owned by Miller. But um, this guy called Cash Boran was working on opening his new bar. It's called Cash Only, and it's downtown San Jose. And one thing he was sure he wanted was Ham's Beer on tap, on draft, I should say. Um, and it's it's nostalgic for him. He's grown up drinking Ham's Beer. And there was a bit of bad news that they um, they stopped doing it. They stopped distributing the hams beer through that area. So it's Ooh. kind of so what happened, right? It's kind of a good story in a way. Um, so the they, they, the warehouses stopped stocking it. He couldn't get it, and so what he did, he turned to his customers and asked them to send letters, emails to the company to persuade them to officially changed their mind on this policy so it was kind oh, of right. a really kind of a blanketing kind of um what do you call it when when somebody d- does something big you know and they kind of are oh, lobbying right in a way yeah lobbying out uh, the hands yeah hands so which millers basically so it kind of i ended on a nice finish so while Cash only ran out of hams last week, Buren, Buren, the distributor, learned... Oh, no, Buren was the guy. 
and he learned that he was able to get more started next Wednesday. So that would be, it's a new story, so that would be next Wednesday. He's going to get more. Now, we can't say for sure that the campaign helped, but he is giving credit to it. So they are distributing it again through this, what he believes is this lobbying. This. Oh. So it was just a kind of, and I kind of looked up the beer itself. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lager, it's an American lager, and it's uh, brewed out of Milwaukee, which is kind of north, northern it's one of those northern states um did you know did you know that the native indian pronounced it milliwaukee oh <laughs> really that's it's kind of Remember that's, Ali, that's what alice cooper says in waynesburg <laughs> there's a town going up to austin it's called buddha or i always thought and then i was told off for saying buddha it's actually pronounced Buda, B-U-D-A, so you can... Oh, Buda, man. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to go over to Asia and look at the Budas. <laughs> Breaks. <laughs> and then, then you'd be corrected there. Oh, man. But, yeah, just a little quick, nice story, local story. But, anyway, what are you doing? It, it weren't that fucking quick, really, to be honest. Good luck to him. Yeah. And his pork flavoured beer. <laughs> Come on, let's get a drink on. It's All been right, a few get, weeks. Get pouring, Governor, because it's your you start. Okay, yes. Well, I've gone for one I've just spotted recently. Yeah, they're starting to stock different ones in the supermarkets again, different companies. This is one that I never heard of before from Wild Child Kill um, Brewing Company. And let's have a look here, try and get it on the screen. It's called Hot Fuzz. Quite groovy sort of graphic on the front there. And there's the emblem there, the wild child. Get to him in a minute. So it's a, a raspberry cream donut pale. And it is a 5.6%. So this is a, a Leeds-based microbrewery. And I'll get onto that in a bit. So can you see? I can't see myself. There we are. Yeah, you can there's see a nice pour. Yeah. Oh, nurse. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's get the settle on. That's a big old head. Mm. Well, it's the way they like it these days, these kids, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice thick and creamy in them. It's, it's a, I like the can artwork, actually. I've got to say. Yeah, it's like donuts with a oh there we are. Donuts with a bit of fun and games. Right, let's have a have a sniff. Alright. Oh yeah. Bit of raspberry there, a bit fruity there. Oh, nice. It's got a nice head on it actually. Let's have I a think that would be a good head. That's settled well. Settled well. It's a pale and there is definitely the taste of raspberry in it and a little creamy hint at the back so so far everything it says on the tin so to speak so what have you got up for over yeah i'll get on with mine thing bit tongue-tied there i'm already pissed no what uh, what have we got the other side of the pond there this okay. week it's called bonfire beach and it's a pastry stout and it's a brewery out of um 
California called Coronado Brewing Company in San Diego, San Diego actually. Not San, it's not San Jose, San Diego. <clears throat> what would Diego be in, in British? I wonder if there's an equivalent. David? Maybe it's a San Diego. Diego. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's it's actually a pastry stout, and it's stout with vanilla bean, cinnamon, chocolate, honey, brown sugar, and lactose. That's a lot, isn't it? And honey. Yeah, you're telling me. So let me see. Um, I'm just seeing the percentage. Oh, 10.5. <laughs> Fuck my old boots. This company here pride themselves on saying that they make stronger beers. It's a 5.6. Fucking hell. Look at that. God, that is dark. Isn't it? 5.6, That's a dark pastry stout. So it should be sweet, right? We talk about these dessert pastry stouts. Yeah, the pastry stouts. I've still got some in the fridge. You know, a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks back. So they'll be coming out soon for a couple of reviews. They'd be nicer. Let them sit a little while, hopefully. Um, it does, there's not much scent there. You know, cinnamon's a strong taste, isn't it? But I can't. That's a big fucking pint. No, it's a big pint glass, isn't it? It's oh, like a vase. It's yeah. like a motherfucking vase. Um, I know, we took, we went to Lucanbar, Texas. The population was three, remember? And, um, oh. And <laughs> I bought this. <laughs> but it is. Oh, so one. One person makes beer, the other person makes pint glasses, and the other one sells it. <laughs> yeah, and somebody runs the post office for the postcards as well. That's about it. Um, the local Tarbutt. Um, mm, that's nice. It's um, definitely a cinnamon pop, and I can't really pick up the vanilla too much. Um, kind of flat. It's soft, you know, it's almost bubbly, like, um, it's almost like if, if a sponge cake was liquid, this would be it. Oh, I see. So it's fairly sweet then. Sweet but soft, kind of sweet softness to it. Yeah, that's a new uh, description, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's so soft. <laughs> well, I can sort of know what you mean, but because uh, some of those drinks that we have are you know, for for a ten percent beer, and you're describing it as soft, it's brewed well, isn't it? You know, That's some of these ones that are ten percent, like fuck, you can you describe it as hard. <laughs> describe it as hard. Look how young right. you look. You look like, uh, honestly, you're very young. Doesn't it? It doesn't. Isn't it weird? The shape makes such a difference. I I think it's probably the shape, but also. The fact that you're wearing one of those cool hats, like a baseball cap, and it's covering up your covering up your old bonds, so it makes you instantly look younger. <laughs> I found this today, this baseball hat. I was cleaning out the warehouse, and I found this Napa Racing baseball hat from. Uh, I've, have you heard of Napa Racing Motorsports? Is it to do with um, NASCAR? Probably, right? Probably, yeah. I don't know, but if you find another one, I'll have it. Cute. You can have this one, mate. I'll bring it back for you. I won't wear it. Mm. <laughs> Is that all booked in then? Is that for certain now? 
I pretty um, but old Bumble's getting the tickets this uh, Saturday, so uh, we sent him all the passport details because he needs it all that and numbers and dates and stuff. So Dre Barrels, I'll be heading across the pond in June, so maybe we'll do a little special, me and the governor over that side, right? If we can, all right. Canis, that's Canis. Right, let's get back to the beer in hand. So, yes, yeah. As I said, wild child here. This is, uh, I think I bought this one in Morrison's big supermarket chain over here. Okay. And they had three or four different ones. I've also bought another another beer of theirs, which is called Brownie Hunter, which is a chocolate fudge stout. Um, so I look forward to that another night. Um, they've got plenty of beers on their website, which I'll go into a bit, but. They've only been going properly. Uh, they're a microbrewery, as I said, since 2016. Uh, they sort of, the guy that's behind it, a guy called Kia, not Kia Starmer, but Kia McAllister Wild, cool name. He, um, he'd been messing about since about 2010. In 2016, he went for it and they've just celebrated five years at the end of last year. Um, and he's looking at his website, he's three years ahead of where he ever thought he would be. Um, he's in a couple of supermarkets now, they do lots and lots of different beers, and they're based in Leeds, which is like the middle of England. Very proud people in Leeds, yeah. Another Yorkshire one, this is a lovely beer, yeah, yeah. And um, it's uh, yeah, Yorkshire, Christ, yeah, of course it is. And uh, another Yorkshire one, but this is uh, more of a city-based one rather than one of the ones out in the countryside or small villages that we've got. This is by, not far from the river. And um, he decided to release three strong blonde beers uh, back in 2016. Um, and he wants to be known for, and his company, because now it's gone from a little garage setup uh, to an industrial size output you know they're on a building they're on a industrial estate um knocking out plenty of beers all the time and he wants to be known for extreme flavor beers but well made you know and um there's plenty on their website i'm, I'm looking forward to discovering a few more of them there's uh they've got um i'll list a couple they've got like shoot to thrill which is an ipa They've got Popular Hypothesis, which is a German Pilsner, which I like the name of that one. And they've got Insatiable Circumstance, Caramel Porter. And then um, Instant Hobo, referring to yourself there. <laughs> oh, that's an Imperial Stout. That's up near the 10%, nine and a half, 10%. Uh, Italian Job, which is a Tiramisu Milkshake Stout, which is... Two of my favourite things, stout and tiramisu mixed in one. And then I must mention this beer that they do, which is a, a pale ale. It's side before self. Now, that is a specific beer that they've brewed for Leeds United Football Club. Or, 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 or because they're, you know, because they support Leeds. And yeah. um, the, the cover of that one is like a bit like the shirt that Leeds uh, wear the the soccer club in the Premiership Inn. Um, are you, uh, uh, is Leeds in the Premiership? Yeah. 
I thought they were. I couldn't think where they yeah, were. Yeah, first time they come up, first time in over 20 years, maybe even longer than that. Because it used to be a joke. We used to knew a f- used to know a few people with uh, who were lead supporters, and their famous joke was uh, what's a um, cordless drill and a premiership got in common? No leads. Oh. oh, what a hoot. What a hoot. <laughs> but no, this beer, I'm enjo- enjoying this beer so far. Oh, it looks it looks nice, actually. It looks clean. And it... I, can t- I can taste those flavours as well. I can taste raspberry and I can taste the donutty flavour that they uh, they stress on the tin. So, so oh. far, it's, it's lovely. Reminds yeah. me a lot of my of the one that I go to in uh, Launceston down here. Um, the uh, Firebrand Brewing, a couple of beers I've had from there, very similar type of setup. So, any gumph on yours over there, old boy? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of contradicting, contradicting yours. Is, I'm really struggling to pull the flavor from this guy. Um, maybe, I mean, there's hints, like I said, of cinnamon, and I can't really pull, pull much more. It's it's all, yeah, but it's, it's nice, you know. It's just sometimes you really want those flavors to pop, you know, and really jump out. Yeah. So this is um, Coronado Brewing Company. Like I said, they're out to San Diego, um, California, which, if you don't know, it's on the west coast of the USA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all you geography buffs out there. I don't know. Is it is San Diego above LA or below or... Or is it, I don't know. I need to check that. I, I think he's above. Okay. I think he's above, and I think Santa Monica is below. But um, who knows? But not, not like San Francisco's right up there, isn't it? Um, that's kind of more North California, the Bay. You know, Golden Gate Bridge, brilliant song. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so they've been going since 1996. So they open their doors as a beach town brew pub. And, you know, California, it's all beaches. So that's kind of cool. They've, that's pretty well established, actually. 1996, you know, that's in, in craft beers kind of circles. That's pretty old. Um, but, yeah, they wanted to be a, the kind of place where friends could enjoy great beer, a good meal, and a laid-back atmosphere. And that's the whole thing. It's kind of more of a brew, brew pub atmosphere, you know? Not just focused on the beers, yeah, but on the on the pub and the meal and just the the pub environment. If you yeah, will. yeah, I love that. But I sorry, I've been looking down. I, I was I have to know. So you're quite correct there that um, San Diego is below LA. Oh, it is. Okay, I didn't know. I mean, that was just hazard in a just above. It's, it's above Tijuana. Yeah, man. Tijuana. Oh, I was listening to that old Gomez song the other day. Tijuana Lady. Remember? Oh, my. Do you know what? I've been listening to a bit of Gomez. I forgot how fucking great that album is, man. It's, oh, it's bloody brilliant. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, I played it this week. I don't know. Suddenly it popped in my head. And, and ah, it's brilliant. Have a listen, folks, if, if, if you like your music. Um, but, do, you yeah. know, do you know, before you go off, before you go on, Gomez, like I always wonder, there was such good bands back then, and like they had like this is the end of the nineties, early two thousands. They had like festivals, people would worship them and stuff like that. 
and then obviously some bands have the longevity that you would uh, you know that you still know like i went to see ocean color scene yeah. they don't think they're bigger than they ever were um they used to play massive crowds now they play they still sell out big arenas still but you know they know where they are but they've always done it someone like gomez they had maybe another album after that what's happened to all those guys that were so talented what what are they up to you know what happened to the music they did what was it two or three albums right and then they were gone great and they were just they were gone well, i actually do know what's happened to them oh, okay. but unbelievably this all ties in you've mentioned them out of the blue they're a Leeds based band and they are playing a big gig in Leeds this year. Serious? The Reformation of the Music. Oh, that's wonderful. I did not know that. That's wonderful news. Oh, yeah. So it kind of ties back to Leeds. That's weird. Where would Gomez from? I don't know. I mean, I thought they were Tafpot. Tafpot? I feel half of them are taffies. Oh, maybe. That's kind of like um, steps, right? Half of them are, <laughs> are taffs. That's fucking true. I never thought of that. I was listening. Different, 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 different circles from what we're talking about. Steps. <laughs> Any excuse for you to bring them up? Although I must admit, their last song about winter is very catchy. <laughs> oh yeah Steve, right. you know what i i actually put um friday night so I, I just put on the radio wales for a laugh and um and and he was h um h's friday takeover on radio wales so it's h from steps plays all like this it's almost like serious shocking with no g but it's just h doing it from steps oh <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> if if Tom Jones met H from Steps, he'd call him Huh. Huh. <laughs> 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 you would, wouldn't he? That's, that's what we used to say as kids. Um, yeah. Anyway, we do digress. And I did enjoy H. If you're listening, H, I'll tag you and become a Dray Barrel. <laughs> I think it stands. I think it stands to Hugh, but uh, is also short for Hubert. The, the beauty of the internet. I can look that up right now, like you did. I yeah, think me too. Uh, I just fucking told you. Don't believe me. Um, okay, well, I'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think. Uh, uh, what did you say? What was his name? Fucking no, you could shave your fucking arms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're like that guy in the wrestling. What was his name? They used to say, shave your back. Shave your back. Okay, who was that in, in WWF? The wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. That's one of those ones that stand out. I'm not going to show you my back, but the good wife has talked about me getting a wax, you know, and it doesn't come back. So I'm debating it, especially my neckline is terrible because there's like a big rat. Let's have a look. Are you, you debating it or are you mass debating it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm debating. No onanism involved in this one. 
But as um, your as your 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 brother, I mean, Oliver hasn't got a hairy back, has he? That's why they always said I was the milkman's. Yeah. <laughs> no, my granddad was really hairy. The Polish side, he was super super hairy, you know. And what you said the Polish side, is that left or the right? <laughs> <laughs> Just one, one fucking orangutan arm and the other one was smooth. <laughs> well, if that was the case, I'd be all bubbly inside, wouldn't I? I'd be more hair and fatter on one side. Like, like all Actually, all. take your hat off. Take your hat off for a minute. Take the hat off. Let's have a look. Oh, my God. You look like when a golfer takes his hat off. <laughs> Put your hat back on. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's why Trump, you know, don't they say Trump is bald as a coot as well? And he wears a, um, a toupee, but he's always wearing the Trump hat, right? <laughs> yeah, he takes it off and it's stuck to it. <laughs> like Shatner, he's the same way. He's as bald as a coot, I heard. But he has a lovely... I never see him in a baseball uh, hat. We talk about Shatner a lot on this show, don't we? I don't know why. Well, I always bring him up because he's one of your heroes, so I know you're not talking about him. Oh, just for just to confirm the name, um, H uh, is Ian Watkins. That's his name. Yeah, fucking live in Reading, does he? He's not the one that emailed in. Oh my it, god, oh. it's, it's it that, that that's a good point. Maybe it is. I, I know it, I mean it's a straight shot from Cardiff to yeah, so, okay. you, so you found that out then, right? So why does he call himself H? Oh, he's actually from Clean Pia in Mid Glamorgan. I've never been there, and I'm from Mickler Morgan. Morgan Morgan. Morgan Morgan. I don't know. There's a lot of gump on him on uh, in uh, Wikipedia's, but I can't see. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to investigate that a bit more. Hey, H, if you're listening, get in touch and just tell us. <laughs> I don't this know. stands for Hubert. He'll say, yes, the governor is right. It does stand for Hubert. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag him and maybe you'll get in touch and we'll find out. So, right, it. so give us a. You must have some uh, at least some other beers from. Um, yeah, sorry, I do. I just wanted to say quickly that they do have uh, three locations in San Diego, so they've expanded quite well. They have a, a few pubs. They have a kitchen, a tasting room, and a a beach restaurant as well. So. That's kind of cool. I like that. Um, but have a look at the website. It's pretty good. All of them are good, aren't they? You, you can't knock a lot of these breweries. That They are really doing a good job on their website. Yeah, um, yeah the website for these guys is pretty good. Um, they've got a tap room, which is only open like uh, once a month or something at the moment. I think they're still finding their feet on that respect, but they do have other events that go on and they list locally where their beers are sold and also where you can buy them from because you can buy anything direct now on the internet. So um, 
you can also order that through their website but yeah it, it you know these websites are the way in it you just type it in and it you're is. there i'm gonna kind of counter that in a way because it, it, it is in the uk you could order any beer and get it delivered but over here it's harder it's it's really that's why there's so much trading going on in beers because you can't like go on the website for these guys perhaps and order it to be delivered to texas it, they just don't do it they'd have to you know it's just the size of the us yeah the logistic that's not not worth it is it for them no exactly and it's especially you know, britain, i think britain could fit into texas something like over a dozen times or something, couldn't it? More than that. Way off. I think it's two or three times. It's a dozen times. No, it's not that much. It, it was a good guess. <laughs> you know, I think we've had this before. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Oh, you talk about your things. All right, yeah, I now. live from beer. The <laughs> <Like> governor figured <laughs> out this. Yeah, I, I swear the coach started this when you look it up on the cuff when he came on. Um, so they have a couple of nice beers by the sound of it. Now, I was really looking for some sours, but they don't seem to have any. Perhaps they do, um, but they're, they're more common beers. They don't. So they have an IPA. Um, it's called Islander IPA. Uh, some size. I do enjoy it. I haven't done an IPA in a while. I might have to do one next week. Um and they also have a wheat beer, and it's called Orange Avenue Wheat Beer. So I'm hoping that kind of tastes as it sounds. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't kind of say if it's orange in taste. Um, they also have a red ale called Mermaid's Red, and they have a bunch more IPAs. So, you know, standard stuff. Hopefully they'll have a couple of sours. But, yeah, I mean... It's okay. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's not popping out for me right now, but yeah, that's that's what they've got going on. What did you find out? Yeah, well, the, well, the company that I've been looking at, the old Wild Child, they, I didn't see any sours, actually. That's the one thing I didn't see, but they've got plenty of other ones. But they, because they're a small outfit, really, still, microbrewery, they sort of, they do the old batch brewing and that, you know, so... Um, They've always got different beers on, but they've got, you know, dozens of different beers they've done. Um, so I think they're one to look out for. I think, you know, they've done a five-year celebration, but in 10, you know, in another five years' time, I think they'd be one of the forerunners, maybe, if they keep going. I'd, yeah. You know, the beer over here, the, the craft beer scene worldwide has exploded, like we keep going on about, mm. but... There's more and more companies over here that are opening up and more and more people getting into them. The, the craft beer section that used to be like a couple of stands is now about four wide in each supermarket. So they're selling a lot more of them. And with the price of beer going up, like Heineken have said they're going to have to, um, you know, increase their prices because of everything going on worldwide. Yeah, um, people are going to want to spend money on good tasting beer. Yeah. You know, so why not definitely don't you think i mean i think we talked about this before do you think there's there's a point where it gets too much and and it'll peter off i think we talked about it with a coach didn't we um yeah we did yeah 
is there too much? Do you think there is too much? And if you are in a place, I mean, I, I just wonder about the breweries, like Austin, there's loads of breweries and I keep seeing new ones opening all the time. You know, is it is it going to be too much there and they, they will suffer for I mean, funnily, funnily enough, I was listening to this guy today when I was driving around. Unfortunately, Craig David had to cancel his live uh, live lounge thing on Radio 2 because he's not very well. So this yeah. other guy that was mooted for later in the month, he stepped in, this guy called J.P. Cooper, who's like a singer-songwriter, and uh, he's pretty good, you know. Mm. Nice songs and that, I wouldn't buy them myself, but talented chap. <laughs> and um, he was a nice guy to listen to being interviewed, and, and he said that when... Um, sort of lockdown and stuff happened what he got up to and he bought a camper van and he done it out and him and his missus had a baby and then he said and him and his manager and a couple of others decided to go into a bit of brewing because his manager had dabbled with homebrew and bought himself a little setup and then they thought well well sod it you know got nothing else to do what can we do so they've got a couple of lines of their beer and they're going to when he goes on tour, um, he's going to, you know, try and get it in the venue where he's playing. Um, oh. He's selling a few few kegs, only small, only very small, um, yeah. you know, uh, set up at the minute. But he, he, one of his things, which I thought was great, you know, like they talk about, oh, what's on a musician or a band's rider when they go to different venues, you know, like they want 40 lagers or a load of wine or puppies or marshmallows or something like that his one was um different local beers so you know if he's playing in devon they'd want yeah. them to go out and get some beers local to the area if he was playing up in scotland somewhere some beers local to the area i thought that was great that was a good idea yeah that and, is you know he's on 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 tour around britain he is coming to america he said at some point but i think okay. it'd be an east coast tour but well, you know, I thought that was quite You know, yeah, Austin's, Austin's the place where a lot of upcoming people go and gigs, and it's just, uh, you know, music. It's city. called Southwest South 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 Festival in Austin. Yeah, South by Southwest. Sorry, I'm doing this a lot. And, uh, and uh, Austin City Limits. There you go. That's the two big ones, but it's like, it's Austin's crazy. It's just so music orientated. When you go to the airport and fly, uh, a lot of times you'll see bands playing in the, in the lounge there, you know? So they have live bands just playing music through the, while you, you know, and it's, that's just the place it is. They, what do they say? Nashville is, that's country capital. And I think Austin is labeled like the live music capital or something like that you know it's yeah i think yeah it's good nashville, nashville tennessee <laughs> um anyway yeah i guess I, that kind of covered my gamf really it i i will say this i am going to do an ipa or a sour next week because all i've been drinking is stouts i don't know about you i've just got loads of stouts left over from christmas and i just keep going to stout 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 you know yeah well it's because you your delivery didn't come and you had to buy other ones you got shit loads i've still got well i've still got about six or seven i must admit but 
Um, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll do a stout and you do an IPA or whatever you want to do along those lines. I got to be good, uh, but yeah, I I and uh, I I don't know if we we're doing anything for England Wales or anything. We'll have to think about that. Whether we do a brief segment like we did last year. I Are we playing in the football? When's that? In the football, um, the rugby. Oh, the egg chasing. Yes, sorry. Fucking old egg chasers. <laughs> when is it? When's that? When is it? I think it's not this Saturday. It's next Saturday. And I know last year we just did a brief little... Um, before Drunk and interlude. Yeah. yeah. We can. We may yeah. not, but, you know, we'll see. We'll let you know, Grey Bars. We'll give it some... But we'll do that. As long as it's not this weekend, because I'm not here, so... No. Um, we, we're going Coventry 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 I've heard something about Coventry oh I know it was bombed to shite in the Second World War um, why are you going there? <laughs> oh Sarah's been uh, oh shit I mean my wife has been <laughs> it's been working oh, with, uh, <laughs> it's been working uh, with this uh, artist guy and he's got an exhibition, so he's invited us to go. So, oh, cool! Get We're a beer. Go I've not been to Coventry before, so no, uh, it's not far from where I was with uh, my son before Christmas up in Birmingham. It's to the right of Birmingham, but I've not actually been there. I may have when I was a child. I don't think so, but I've not been there as an adult. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it somewhere new. Be a good it's bit of fun. Just hope that we don't get back. Huh? Get something for the dray barrels if you can, you know, a photo. Yeah, I'll try to get a lot of beer there, definitely. But the um, there's a big storm at the moment going down the country and a second one coming and it's fucking three and a half hour drive from here. So I'm just hoping the weather's all right for us to get up there because we're taking all the kids in that. So we just want it to be all right. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look out for some local Coventry beers and... Um, yeah. Try and get a picture in a pub or two while I'm up there. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get on to... Fine, you know, it's cracks of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard it from afar. Um, <laughs> you got a dreg? Have you got a dreg at all or not? Yeah, I got one. I, it might not be brief. It's, it's not big. Um, okay. and I may have done it before, I can't remember, you know, we, we drink and we forget and we drink and we forget, but my drag is, uh, quickly, is like uh, vacation um, holidays over here, it's just <laughs> shite, it's like you get 10 days, it's all dependent on the company, it's not like the UK where it, I believe it's like law, you get so many days, right, companies have to give you so many days, uh, holiday yeah over here. my company gives me it was 10 days it's gone up to like 12 or something silly like that so i have to i have to like like ollie was over old bumble um and i used a lot of it for that and then i'm going to the uk i'm coming back home in june so that's going to be like 14 days so i'm gonna have to work for some of it um on the computer but some of that some some of what you're saying there is do you get an, an automatic break at christmas then no well you get a day 
just so you get Christmas yeah. Day. Um, what about Thanksgiving and all that? You Do you get, get like, the, the normal bank holidays? You get the normal bank holidays. And you know what? In, in the UK, it's like you get your bank holidays on top of your... It's normally like 21, 22 days or something, right? And then you get bank yeah. holidays after that. Here, it's, yeah. it's depending on the company. And that's my drag. That's my drag. It's depending on the company. If they want to give you five days, you know, they give you five days. Luckily, our company gives us ah, 10 days. Mental. I never realised that. I mean, you know, when I was working in a full-time job before, because at the moment my contract is casual, so I don't actually get paid for holiday, um, I get like a incremental adage to my weekly pay, um, which covers holiday, they say. But, uh, yeah, I used to get 22 days plus eight. So you used to get 30 days holiday a year. Mental, yeah. isn't it? That's crazy. And doesn't like France and Spain and countries like that, they get like 30 days national, that it's law, like you get 30 days or something like that, or maybe even more. And Greece. Well, over it, I think it was, I think it's either Norway or Sweden. I think it's Norway, actually. It's just bringing in a, a 30 hour week for everyone. That's great. I love that. That's, that's, that's yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it depends, obviously it's hard, depending on pay, but we, we try and, what we're trying to do and we're trying to move towards it is try and quit a four-day week instead of a, a five-day week and just work. Yeah, everyone would be happier. Definitely. Definitely. I, yeah, it's just, it's just I, I concur with your Drake. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah. So at the minute. I'm in temporary work, which may come to an end at the end of March or go on a couple more months. But yeah, I haven't actually been in a proper job for two years um, mm. where I get paid holiday. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah. I agree with that, Drew. That's Shit. my drag. I, I, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating. And I, sometimes I wish I was back in Britain just for the, that you know it does go up you know don't get me wrong I get a day every year I work extra but there needs to be some kind of American law just for for mental yeah. health if anything that you just get a standard every company should give you that you know so right. there you go right so yeah. I've got a bit of a drag now this could have been being news um but I decided it is being used, but it, it drifted into the dreg, and it, it did make me up, it make me upset when I when I read it, which was the closure of Britain's oldest pub due to COVID and other factors. Ye old fighting cocks has been open since seven ninety three. Now, in the twelve hundred years it's been operating. It has moved site, but it was still called Ye Olde Fighting Cocks. Okay. And um, it moved in the 1500s. And the, which is the site that it's been at ever since. So you're still talking 500 years there. Yeah. And in the 1600s, it actually hosted Oliver Cromwell himself for dinner with his uh, company of chaps with him. And this is based in St Albans, which is like one of the satellite towns of London. And if you looked at a map, it's it's on the 
on the M25 uh, motorway, um, sort of to the north uh, west of London. Um, and yeah, it's had to shut because of COVID. They can't afford to keep it going and rising costs and everything like that. And this pub is beautiful, lovely place. You know, you, you know, when you think about something, all right, it's moved in the 1500s. But apparently, you know, America wasn't found until about that sort of time, you know, oh, maybe it? a few oh. years before, you know, 1492 or whenever it was. Yeah. The old... Um, which I think is bollocks anyway. I think it's found a lot earlier than that. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, and that, that's true. Yeah. And that's only found, remember, by European Western people. They <laughs> had native Indians that lived there for many millennia, but uh, we disregard those types <laughs> in uh, in European modern Western history. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was upsetting. So, uh, you know, it's a shame as pubs in this country have been closing for a long long while and um you know due to people don't go out so much it's right. haven't got as much money and yeah. you know because of the pandemic prices have had to go up to cover the costs of loss and things like that but um you know it's sad when somewhere that's so old that some of the tables and chairs in there are hundreds of years old has had to shut um, it must be some kind of campaign this is not right that's not right it has got to be something right well let me it. just read a bit about it so here we go okay. uh, they've tried everything to keep the pub going but the two years of unprecedented um it's been unprecedented because of the way that they've had to trade in the last two years um, and they were trying to manage it with business rates, but everything's gone up and they can't afford to do it. So they're going to have to shut. And I mean, this pub is just mad. It's, you know, people have put in things of, you know, great grandparents that have recorded that they, they went and visited it in the 1920s and things like that when they went to St Albans and things you know, it's got a lot of history there, but yeah, yeah. But as I read on, let me just flick onto this page. Okay. Now that was a few days ago. Two days ago, they think that maybe it could be rescued. They're trying to put a package together where someone could come in and buy it. Be um, safe. Let's have a look here. What it says. It could be given a repeat, urging regulars and its global fan base to watch this space. Now, we've heard about, you know, great things with the, what do they call it? Uh, crowdfunding and things like that. Yeah. yeah if people started donating and, and things like, you know, small, small donations, it all adds up. But it could may, mean that this pub might be able to stay open ride those stormy seas and then hopefully this summer you know get back on track again so we need hopefully to... fingers crossed that, that doesn't happen fingers doesn't crossed. shut on three barrels if you're listening please on our tagline as well just follow this pad you know see if we can make something happen or contribute to it. i reckon yeah. i reckon my old man and 
and uh, mum might have gone in it because they used to live in St Albans. So oh, yeah, St yeah. Albans is a, it's one of the last um, Roman settlements, very famous Roman settlement in St Albans. And they, they lived there for in the, uh, the infancy of their marriage. And, uh, you know, I think, I think maybe it's, maybe they probably went there because St Albans isn't the hugest of places. I've been there many times, but maybe I've even been in that pub as a youth. Who knows? Probably. probably How could they back. shut it down? How could they shut it down if the governor's been in there? Come on. Oh, yeah, no, that is just, no. Maybe we can, they'll get it on the one show or something. That would be good. If you get on the one show, everybody will. <laughs> I think the, like, the, the guy is a genius. He struggled and he thought, well, what can we do? Say we're going to shut, make it a big thing and see if we can be rescued. And I don't blame him for that. So hopefully that's what's going to happen. So my dreg is, okay, because it's Britain's oldest pub, I reckon it probably will be rescued. But think of all of the other lovely pubs that have had to shut because of rising costs and the knock-on of the pandemic. You know, awful. It's sad, it's sad. You see so many. Like, that is a big drag. Do you know what, though? Because I, I thought I had been in the oldest pub in Britain, and it was called the, the Old Road to Jerusalem. And it was established in, I'm trying to think, it was like 1100 or 1180, and it was like... You know, I, I, think, mate, I think maybe that you're right in the respect that that's been in the same premises that's the thing yeah because yeah. i i remember you saying that before and then when i read this i thought well that's wrong but it does say that it moved premises in the 1500s but it was yeah. just like moving from one place still calling it so yeah. yeah it's probably the oldest pub that's been doing but it's not the same premises business, so maybe it's one yeah. That, yeah. It, i know there's a few there's a few out there and they all claim you know, and there's a lot of like, uh, it's hard, you know, it's, it's history and there, there's not so many records from back then. So there's, there's a lot of speculation involved, I think, but that is a good drag. I totally agree with you. And yeah, let's save our pubs. Let's kind of create the campaign again. <laughs> so anyway, rate your beer because we're running out of time. I'll rate it. Wild child. It's been a pleasure, you know. Uh, looking forward to tasting a couple of your other beers. Um, I'm glad I found this in the supermarket, and I'm, you know, happy that he's managed to get them in the supermarkets as well. So, hot fuzz, the raspberry cream donut ale. I've enjoyed it. I would drink this beer again. And out of ten. Going in with an eight. Eight? Wow, that's talk it up. <laughs> you know what? It looks like Scar. I was trying to think what it reminds me of. And if, if Scar music did a beer, that would be it. Because that that checkered. Yes. Kind of like a Scar kind of yeah. A few, few rude boys. Yay, got it. Go on then. Let's have a, let's have um, a rating for your... <clears throat> Bonfire Can we have a look at the, co the cover clo close up a bit? Bonfire Beach. Yeah, cool. 
you were cute. Oh, I like that. The mermaid holding a pint, is it? Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah, that's that must be their symbol because they are beach pub. That makes sense. Okay, that's a good. I like that. That's cool. And it looks like a beer can. Remember the old fashioned tops? You Jesus know? Christ. Sometimes you, you fucking baffle me. Or do you think it's their symbol? Do you think it's supposed to look like a bottle top? Oh, what do you fucking think, Einstein? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm still learning. I, but it's a good, it is good, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, <it's good. laughs> that's why he's the governor, folks. That's my new slogan, I swear. So I'm saying all the time. Um, but yeah, Coronado uh, Bonfire Beach Pastry Stout. Look, it's a good solid pastry stout. It's sweet. The flavours didn't pop for me at the end of the day. Um so that's what held it back a bit. But other than that, it's just a nice, good, standard, tasty stout. It's just stout, but creamy and rich and, what did I say? Airy? Is that what I said earlier? <laughs> you, said, you said it was lovely and soft. Soft, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it probably a seven. Okay, cool. That's fair enough, chalk that up. Um. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. That's another one over. Let's hope that's pleased Ian, giving him his fix and uh, watch out for what's coming in the next few weeks. We'll get back on track. Don't worry. The uh, the ref over there held it together last week and and his good friend, the Bill Ships. Nice to see that chap. I am a bit worried, though. He's tempting you towards the whiskey. Um, so... Yeah, he's, he's kind of one for that. He veers off into that hard stuff. Bit of rough. Yeah. Bit, of, bit of roughish. But hopefully, you know, hopefully we won't see him again. He had to be called in at the last minute. But there we go. Oh, bit ships. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, goodbye, everybody. It's been lovely to see you again. Sarah or.